A ladder works, obviously, but is it as fun as a jungle gym? Welcome to the With a Dog podcast, the podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow dog parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to dog park etiquette to the 2 a.m. potty breaks. Essentially, life with a dog. Hello, hello, people with a dog. I just did my little, like, this is the With a Dog podcast, and I say every week I interview people and now because I'm doing these solo episodes for the next month or so while I recover from my leg surgery, I'm low-key wondering if I should continue doing that intro or not. There's a nice continuity to it. You know when you turn on a podcast and you're just so used to hearing that intro tagline? So I don't want to change it, but also I'm like, this is false advertising. It's no one but me. (laughs) And these are the worries I have. Um, Okay, so I hope everyone is doing well. This is going to come out probably while I'm still recovering from surgery. If you didn't listen to last episode, it is Achilles tendon surgery, getting my Achilles tendon re-sewn back together. Fun, fun. And I'm going to be in a boot for the next eight weeks. And it's the holidays. I'm recovering and I really just wanted to take some time to do some fun solo episodes just about life. Highly recommend going and listening to at least the beginning of part one of this episode. So the 2022 mantras and you'll get a lot more insight into why I'm doing doing these solo episodes. But I don't really have any other life updates for everyone at the moment because I'm actually recording this before I go into surgery. So I'm assuming everything went well and I'm recovering well. <laughs> and and you know I love attention, so feel free to uh, message me on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Send me a DM and tell me your, you know, leg injury horror stories. I do have to just like shout out also to Dogzad, our favorite Dogzad, Michael. He has been doing everything. Like he has to walk both dogs every day, take care of me. And of course, he's a little ball of anxiousness. So every time I like get up to go to the bathroom, he's like, oh my God, don't move. I'll carry you. And I'm like, that's not possible. Um, (laughs) So shout out to him. We do have some great family and friends and neighbors who have also helped us during this time too. So so in case anyone is worried about him, we we do have some help. So big also shout out to them, to everyone who's willing to to go on an extra dog walk while while Mike can't. But let's get into the 2023 mantras that I will be hopefully focusing on in the new year. As I said before, the the leg injury has really knocked me back on my plans for the new year, and I felt very defeated with accomplishing those plans. But I have all these mantras written down in my phone, in my notes app. I mean, I have tons of them, but the ones I'm sharing with you are the ones that I think will help me the most in this new year. But I'm also just, you know, playing it fast and loose. If another injury occurs or some something catastrophic thing happens yet again that just derails all plans. It's okay. 
we will get through it. That's kind of the other mindset. That's not a mantra. Maybe I should add that somewhere onto the mantra. Um, What is that like? If you want to make God laugh, make plans or something like that. There was another one. It was like plan your life, but do it in pencil. That's another mantra. So I am. That's like a little a little extra one we can toss on for 2023. It's just like, yep, shit happens. Life happens when you least expect it. Roll with the punches. How many how many sayings can I throw in <laughs> to this explanation? But the other ones that I'm focusing on, starting with, don't climb the ladder, make your own jungle gym. That one's like extra cheesy. And I think it was a comedian, Nikki, Nikki Glacier, Nikki Glacier, Glacier. Anyway, she is the one I heard that from. And it's just the idea of, you know, there's the corporate ladder, there's the career ladder, there's the life milestone ladder, marriage, house, babies, blah, 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 blah. So don't climb the ladder, make your own jungle gym. And so what I like about this, why I want to focus on it is that it's not just telling you like, don't put yourself into a box. It also says create something uniquely you and create something fun. That's what I hear from it, from this saying. So don't climb the ladder, make your own jungle gym. Specifically, to put that into perspective for me, what I want to focus on that is with the podcast. You know, there's there's so many podcasts out there and there's so many creators, successful creators, and it's very easy to look at them, see their success and say, oh, well, let me try doing it like they do it. Or they say these are the top tips to do. I must do that. And this this goes for really any career path, I think, you know, oh, well, so-and-so is a marketing manager that I want to be in. I want to be in that role one day. I need to follow those exact steps, which sometimes works. A ladder works, obviously, but is it as fun as a jungle gym? And so that would be climbing the ladder. However, what if you went off script? And what if it was a make your own jungle gym? And what I, I like so much about that phrasing specifically is you're not going up to another level in a jungle gym. Like if you just think of an actual jungle gym you're playing on, like it's something fun. There's different things to do all the time. You're not just looking to go up another step and it's a make your own. So like add in the monkey bars and a small slide and a big slide. And I'm getting way too into like the whole imagery of this. I just like the full mantra. Don't put yourself in a little box. Don't focus on the next achievement. Don't try to do what other people have done, climbing some preset ladder. Make your own fun, enjoyable experience that, hey, you can still get a little competitive on a jungle gym. You can still put in a lot of work on a jungle gym, but you're creating it yourself is is the idea behind that. So I've been using this mantra mainly for the podcast, the trip to New York, the birthday trip slash interviewing a bunch of people and and doing archived episodes when I need to and holding off on doing a lot of monetization stuff that I could have done. And for a long time, I was kicking myself for that until I thought of it as like, no, 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 create your own script. Like, this is your podcast, Carly do whatever the heck you want with it, however the heck you want to do it. So that's in relation to the podcast. But I think this can also really apply to anyone else 
for just life. Like I can say, I can apply it to myself of a lot of my friends are having kids around this time, which is amazing. So good for them. That is what they wanted to do. But instead of putting that pressure on myself of like, well, that's the next step. It's make your own jungle gym. Like, okay, cool that you're doing that. I don't want to do that. I want to go and make this podcast really fun. And I want to go on these trips instead, or I want to foster more dogs, whatever it is, do something else that's fun and exciting and put your work into something that you create yourself. So that's mantra number one. Next is, (laughs) this one's, (laughs) I don't know where I came up with all of these, but if you want the honey, you can't be afraid of the bees. Groundbreaking, guys. So, you know, obviously it just, look, if you want the reward, you got to put the work in. Like you can't be afraid of the potential consequences or the hazards that come with putting that work in. And so that's me with mainly marketing the podcast. Like if you want more listeners, Carly, then you have to put the work in. You have to make the TikToks or the, you know, do whatever marketing that I would want to do, but I can't be afraid to do it. and. And I think for me, just still going on this imagery, if you want the honey, you can't be afraid of the bees, but I would just tack on like, wear the bee suit or whatever it's called, you know, the hazmat suit and go for it. And, you know, so protect yourself a little bit from those bees, but go get that honey. And so that's, that's something I'm going to be focusing on both with the podcast and personal. You know, if I want to take this at whatever trip, I got to save some money. If I want to maybe look a certain way with my body, with my health. If I want to achieve certain health goals, it's like, well, you got to put the work in. And and I don't want this to sound to too many people like that culture, like boss, babe, work, bitch. You got this hustle, hustle, hustle. If you want it, then you have to work for it. I'm aware that's literally what I just said. But um, I don't want it to sound like work until you die and then eventually you'll get your success. Like I don't want that mentality and I'm really making sure I stay away from that. But it is just – it's just like a Carly, you can't live in la-la land because I, I tend to do that. Um, <laughs> you can't you, – you have to – you know, if certain things take work and you can't be – I think the main thing is like you can't be afraid of the bees. If you want the honey, you can't be afraid of the bees. It's not like you have to work to get the honey. It's just like go in with a lot less fear and less inhibitions into this endeavor to get that honey. So I guess that's a better way to spin it. That's that's how it is in my mind. Okay, next one. I'm going through these a lot faster than I did the 2022 ones. I think it's because I don't have the I don't have stories to go behind each one yet. Like 2022, I experienced every mantra and I could tell you how it related to like my last year. I don't have the stories for these yet. So this one, it's not really a mantra. I haven't found a a mantra or a saying that I think encompasses all of it, but it's basically there's enough to go around, which sounds so like kindergarten sharing, I don't know, Christian morals, whatever. The idea is like abundance mindset, which I know everyone has probably heard that phrase before. However, there is something to it, I've got to say. And it's something I really think I need to focus on in this next year because it's very, very easy for me to get protective 
over the podcast because it's something so personal to me. And so whether that is having different guests on or the topics I cover, I tend to overthink. I have a hard time doing something similar to anyone else. And and this isn't like saying like, oh my God, I'm so competitive. Like it's a race to the top. It's not like that. It's just more Sometimes, you know, I'll have an idea for a TikTok or a reel and then I'll go on there and I'll be like, oh, that someone else kind of did something pretty similar already. Like, never mind. And and it's just the idea of like abundance mindset. I guess it's just really the idea, as I said, like there's enough to go around the mon- the mantra. There's enough to go around. There are enough people. There are enough dog parents. There are enough listeners out there. There is enough to go around. And it would behoove me to adopt an abundance mindset of not limiting myself just because someone else has done it before or someone else has done something similar. This also kind of goes for what, for my episodes that I'm doing right now, the whole life episodes. There's an abundance mindset that needs to go into that thinking, I trust that my listeners will not put me into a box of just talking about dog things and that you guys are a bunch of other dog parents like me and you also have a life outside of your dog and maybe these ideologies these mantras will resonate with you so it's kind of just like that that thought process of there's enough to go around there's enough content to go around there's enough ideas to go around like yeah carly go for it do these life episodes these solo episodes because abundance. If you remember over the summer, I kind of had that mantra a little bit. I was just like, abundance when I was making my salads and I don't know, being really extra with <laughs> with a bunch of stuff and my skincare and everything. But it, it applies to everything. It's just this idea of there's enough. There's enough. Do more. It's okay because there's enough to go around. So I guess that's more of the mantra is do more because there's enough. And I don't mean that in like a um, non-eco-friendly, sustainable way. Like, don't go out and buy a bunch of plastic water bottles and be like, abundance. But <laughs> but I just do more. Yeah, that's that's the mantra. I've altered it slightly. Do more because there's enough to go around. That's me. This is me with my life episodes right now doing more. I think it can apply to anything you want it to apply to. Kind of like a, the more the merrier not gatekeeping, not gatekeeping yourself, not gatekeeping others from joy or learning certain things. If you have resources, if you have things to share, then like share it. There is an abundance, enough to go around. Okay, we're we're moving on. Okay, this one I love and I want to know if it if it says anything to you guys specifically too, like if it resonates with you. I feel like you need to take a shot every time I like take a drink every time I say either mantra or resonate in these last two episodes. I'm really not trying to sound too woo woo. Like I don't want to be like the energy of the force field has called me to say this mantra because honestly, that's what's going through my mind. But um, <laughs> but a whole episode of that is not on brand for me. So this next one, as I said, it's a big one for me and I'm really excited to move forward with it. Worry is a misuse of imagination. All right, I know that's not as woo-woo as you probably expected it to be, but 
the word imagination unlocked something in my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Worrying is literally imagining things that could go wrong. Yes, maybe it's also like thinking ahead and kind of like understanding consequences and ramifications of actions, which is always a good adult thing to think about. But using your imagination for anything less than fun is just like, oh, that's not right. Like, that's not what it's for. And I am an extremely imaginative person. I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing or a Libra thing, maybe. Like, I just, I am that person who, I am a dreamer. Like, I will daydream for hours. And maybe that's a little disassociative or whatever. Let's not talk about it. But I can, I can daydream and I can, I can be creative. Like, I will hear something like these mantras and my mind will just spin and be like, oh, that's cool. It applies to this and this and this and this is how I'm going to implement it. And I'll just like go down this full rabbit hole after hearing one phrase. And that's why I've started writing everything down on my notes because I'll go down this rabbit hole and then rabbit hole will disappear and I will never (laughs) remember it again. But that's like part of imagination. That's creativity. Like all of the things I could apply my imagination and my creativity to Why would I apply it to worrying about things or mulling things over or thinking about things over and over and over again without any change? I think that's like the definition of insanity. Um, (laughs) We're walking a fine line here. So worry is a misuse of imagination. And I can't for the life of me remember where I got that. I want want to say maybe like Jay Shetty podcast. No. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I I don't know who where I heard that from, but it just really, really resonated with me. And I'm excited to keep it in mind for this next year for everything, because I think it's so fun to think outside the box. It's so fun to just be creative with your mind. And I also should give credit where it's due is my parents, especially my dad, they are like this. Like our discussions around the dinner table, every single night we would have dinner together as a family, even after whatever sport practices and dad gets home late from work. I had a very nice childhood. I will I will say that now. But we would like someone would just pose a topic and we would run with it. He'd be like, if we opened a business as a family, what would it be? And we'd all like insert our opinions and be like, oh no, but that would mean this. And no, let's do it this way. And it would be so cool if if it was like this. And my parents would interject like with their adult thoughts too. Like, well, there's tax ramifications of that. So like, you know, would it be a nonprofit or like, you know, whatever. This is, I don't think this is a made up scenario. I think this probably is a conversation that we actually did have when I was like a teenager around the dinner table. But that's the type of environment that I was, that I grew up in very thankfully those are the the thoughts that I still have. And yet, I don't actively search those discussions out, those topics, those creative thoughts. Instead, I oftentimes will use that creativity for my own demise almost and just worrying about things. You know, oh, Loopy's getting really old. Should we do this? Should we? Maybe he needs another really expensive orthopedic bed. And maybe I need to start sleeping downstairs so he doesn't have to do the stairs. And like, I'm thinking outside of the box in like a worrying way rather than a a creative, fun, imaginative way. So worry is a misuse of imagination. Use your imagination for good, not for bad. And I'm really looking forward to doing that, 
specifically with the podcast this coming year. And this last one, um, I wish it was more uplifting. I mean, I guess it can be. It can be both ways, but it's it's almost more of a reminder than a mantra. But you find what you look for. Once again, I don't remember where I found this mantra or this saying, but I think for me that applies for a lot of things. Like I think this could be applied to literally anything in your life because I know it does in mine. You know, I think it's almost kind of like a glass half empty versus half full type of thought process. It's it's not like super deep, but it's just you find what you look for. So around you, your family, your friends, are you looking at them with a negative viewpoint? Or are you looking for joy? Are you looking for positive? I can definitely say that in in aspect to Seattle. I've mentioned it before on this podcast that like I'm just like meh about Seattle. Not that I hate it by any means, but I loved London and I wanted I wanted to be back there. For the last three years that we've lived in Seattle, I've wanted to move back in, to London. And I think it was like a you find what you look for. Like you don't it took me going back to London this past October and then coming back home to Seattle and looking around. I have a lot here. I always knew that I loved our house and I loved our neighborhood, but even just like the city of, yes, it's gray and rainy, but I haven't explored half of it. Not like I did in London. And it's like, well, well, you need to give it a chance, Carly. So you've been finding what you've been looking for. I've been looking around and being like, I want to be back in London. Why don't I look around and be like, can I find happiness here? What can I do to find joy where I am currently? So you find what you look for. And so that's why I signed up for flag football, even though (laughs) that didn't turn out all that well with my leg injury. It was me starting to get more integrated into the city. I got to play the games down in Seattle Center, which if you don't know, that's like right where the Space Needle is on like a great field down there. So you felt like really like in the thick of it in the city. And I was finding more joy. And that's my goal in 2023 is to when I look at something, when I view something, when I think about something, like what am I looking to find, right? Because you find what you look for. So find joy, find the positives, find the happy things out of there. And maybe that sounds a little like sticking your head in the sand and being naive. I mean, obviously there's little reality, there's realities of everything. But if you look at something negatively from the get-go, that's what you're going to find is I think the the overall message that I need to take to heart and I'm really hoping and focusing on taking to heart within 2023. So that is part two. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying this. If you are, as I've said throughout the last two episodes, um, I'm very insecure, obviously, <laughs> talking about these things that are not dog related at all. So send me a message if you're enjoying this and if you what mantras over the last two episodes have resonated with you. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if you think I should do something differently. Next episodes aren't going to be mantras, obviously. I think we've covered more than enough of them. I think the next solo episodes are some are going to be kind of dog related, but some are going to be more just like life, you know, 20s, 30s, relationships etc. Things like that. And I hope you guys have enjoyed. I hope it didn't sound too preachy. I was trying to kind of put it in like my perspective and 
say how it maybe could apply to anyone else's life too. So um, feel free to adopt any of these last 10 or so mantras from these two episodes or don't or don't either way. And if you have other mantras that you really like, other sayings, send them my way. I'll put them in my notes app because I'm always looking for more abundance. (laughs) Make sure you give me a follow on Instagram, TikTok, rate and review and subscribe, please. That helps honestly so, so much. And I will see you next week. Bye. All content on the With a Dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only. It should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.